slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is having a good week. We have got a lot to talk about on today's show. Uh, We will be taking a look at some Islanders prospects, mostly those playing in Europe, including uh, some well-known players who have a chance of being on the Islanders roster this year. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and uh, a very special moment for some Islanders uh, fans, some youngsters who uh, are getting a chance basically to uh, take a tour of the UBS arena as it's being built. And of course, we will look at the NHL's plans for the upcoming season as more and more information is slowly becoming available. If there's something on your mind, that's Islanders related. Please feel free to send us an email. The email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you send us your name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind, a question, comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about. Feel free to send it our way. You can also contact the show and follow the show on Twitter, the Twitter handle at Locked on Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars N Y R V S N Y I. Alright, so we will start with this report about the NHL. And look, the bottom line is we still don't know what the league is going to do as far as the upcoming season is concerned. The target date to start the season is the new year. January 1st. Keep in mind that is less than 60 days away. Boy, it'll be great to have 2020 over with. And and I'll even add this. Uh not getting political here. Don't, you know, don't want to make this a political show, but regardless of how you voted, I think one thing 95% of Americans can agree on. I'm glad this election Uh, is over, that there will be no more campaign ads, no more speeches, no more of any of that. Uh, I I am glad to put that much behind us. But anyway, January 1st is the target date for the start of the new season. And as we've discussed, the Olympics are tentatively scheduled to begin July 23rd, and the league would ideally like to have the playoffs finished by then. Here's the situations. Uh, the other thing the NHL wants to do is to have a full 82-game season in 2021-2022. That's a new new TV contract in the United States. You'll also be adding a new team in the Seattle Kraken. And you want to get back to something resembling normal as quickly 
as possible. But of course, you also want to have fans back in the arenas. That's half the NHL's income. And let's face it, uh, it was one thing to finish out the season or the playoffs, as it were, inside the bubble and get that completed. But if you go to a complete season, you're talking about a whole different set of circumstances, longer time period of being in a bubble or quarantining or trying to stay safe. It is a difficult situation to try to figure out. The NFL, some cities have had, you know, 20% capacity or 25% capacity at most. Uh, Still not sure how safe that is. They had 25% capacity at the World Series in Arlington, Texas. I don't know if you can safely put, you know, 15,000 fans in an arena right now. I would have to say in most parts of the United States, especially, the answer right now is no, you couldn't safely do that. And so, again, the NHL has a tough choice. But the bottom line is that I don't believe that the NHL would go below a 48-game schedule, which is what they did back in 2012-2013, which was a a lockout-shortened year. And, you know, the league has basically told ESPN that they wouldn't consider going below the 48-game schedule. Uh, So that's one thing that we have to look forward to. You start in January, you're going to play at least 48 games. That is the plan as of now. And look, if you're an Islanders fan, um, the other reason you want to start 2021-2022 on time, that's the first year the Islanders are playing in Belmont and at the UBS Arena. And you definitely want a fans in the stands, and B, a a full schedule, because if you want to check out the new arena, you want as many opportunities to check that out and to experience it and to, you know, try the different food places and bars and clubs and get different seats and see the sight lines and really experience the Islanders' new home. So that is another reason for Islander fans especially that you want to see Uh, a full schedule for 2021-2022. Look, I think it's almost impossible for the NHL to squeeze in a full schedule this coming season. And, you know, you want to minimize the damage and limit the number of seasons that are adversely affected by COVID. Last season, unavoidable. This season, I think, coming up, unavoidable that it will be affected. The only question is how much and you know, what the league can salvage in terms of number of games, number of fans, number of locations, etc. One heartwarming event, they had an event at the UBS Arena, a bunch of kids from Hockey Fights Cancer got a guided tour of the construction site, Sparky the Dragon was there, the Islanders mascot, and it was heartwarming to see uh, these kids you know, wearing masks, obviously, and and taking a tour of what will be the Islanders' new home. So that is, you know, you could check that out at the Islanders' website. Also, uh, lots of pictures of it up on Twitter. And, you know, to me, that that's the kind of thing you just love to see. And the arena, new pictures of the construction and how it's looking, all seems to be coming across very nicely. And 
looking forward to seeing it once it is completed. All right, we've got a lot more to get to. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day. We've got updates on some of the Islanders prospects who are playing in Europe and a whole lot more. More to get to on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Folks, you've heard me talk a lot on this show about Built Bar. Well, the makers of Built Bar have a great new energy product called Built Go, and it helps you break through your wall. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do, whether it's a mental wall or a physical wall. You can break through it with Go every day. It comes in easy to take one and a half ounce packages. You could just Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation you've ever given. Put it in your golf bag and help. it'll help you power through the back nine. Or it fits easily in your pocket and you could take it anywhere you need to go to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like five-hour energy without the crash feeling and it's all natural, so it's better for the body. Comes in three delicious flavors like chocolate coconut, peanut butter honey, and chocolate mint. And it combines energy gel with collagen protein. Now, collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast, and it's easy on the stomach. It also has beta alanine, vitamin B3, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, honey, and a kick of caffeine. And it also contains collagen, which promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Right now, visit BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. All right, we are back. And you know, one thing creeping up on the Islanders right now, Friday is Ryan Pulak's arbitration date. And of course, we'll keep you up to date on all the latest news concerning that, whether the uh, Islanders can reach an agreement on a new deal with Pulak before the arbitration. And I know Lula Amarello will be working hard on that. Uh, if he can't come up with a new deal, we'll also have the latest as soon as it happens. So follow us on Twitter and we'll keep you up to date on all of that. And look, th- that is sort of the last piece of the puzzle that will give the Islanders a better idea as to how much money they have to sign Matt Barzal and whether or not they can add another scorer, another offensive piece of the puzzle. These are all things that the Islanders certainly want to do and are hoping that they can because that is the key to the team taking that next step. And look, between you, me, and the lamppost, it may not happen during the offseason. And I've said this before, and I do believe it, that the Islanders may wait until the middle of the season or the trade deadline. I think that they would have a better idea as to where the salary cap is headed the following season. They may be able to add that important goal scorer for the last, you know, 10 games or so, and then into the playoffs when it matters most. And instead of having to pay them for a full 48 or 55 or 60 game season, you pay them for 10 games and get them in the playoffs and then go ahead from there. So don't be shocked if that's the direction that Lou Lamorello decides to try to go in, but we will see uh, Friday, the big date for the arbitration hearing coming up. All right, time for our Islanders birthday of the day. Happy 45th birthday 
to former Islanders goalie Eric Fischo. Fischo born November 4, 1975 in Anjou, Quebec. He was the first-round pick, 16th overall by the Toronto Maple Leafs back in the 1994 draft. Made his NHL debut with the Islanders in 1995-96. Stayed with the Isles through the 97-98 season, then later played for Nashville, Carolina, and the Montreal Canadiens. Ended his career in the minor leagues. Uh, didn't actually retire till 2007, 2008. That was his last year playing. The Islanders, you know, he was their goalie of the future for a little while, but uh, did not end up really doing that, uh, you know, holding that title for very long. And look, he was with the team at a time when they weren't spending a lot of money, didn't have a deep roster. So wasn't an easy time for Eric Fischel. Got to wear those fisherman jerseys a lot uh, during his time with the team. We're going to go back and look at one of his uh, better games with the Islanders. April 6th, 1996 at the Nassau Coliseum. Islanders hosting the Buffalo Sabres. Obviously, Eric Fischel is the Islanders goalie, while Dominic Hasek, uh, is the goaltender starting, at least, for the Buffalo Sabres. No scoring in the second period. Islanders had the only power play chance when Bob Bugner uh, was called for tripping, but the Islanders couldn't cash in. But early in the second period, the Isles get on the board first. Darby Hendrickson gets his seventh goal of the season, unassisted at 150. And that was the only goal of the second period. You did have a fight between Scott Pearson of Buffalo and Brian McCabe of the Islanders. They each got five minutes for fighting at 626. Uh, but after 40 minutes, it was Islanders one and the Sabres nothing. In the third period, the Islanders do get a power play when Mark Astley is called for hooking at 7.06, and they cash in. Brian McCabe gets his sixth goal of the season on the power play from Marty McGinnis and Ziggy Palfi at 8.08. Islanders had a 2-0 lead. That held up until the final minute of the game when Travis Green gets an empty net, unassisted goal, his 22nd of the season at 19.47. Final score in this one, Islanders 3, and the Buffalo Sabres Nothing. Dominic Hasek gives up the first goal. He is then replaced in the last 12 minutes and 22 seconds of the game by Andre Trefilov, who gives up one goal. And then the Islanders get an empty netter. Uh, no multiple point scorers for the Islanders. Brent Severin was the only player on the Isles who was a plus two Marty McGinnis had six shots on goal for the Islanders, followed by Travis Green with five. But our Islanders' birthday of the day, Eric Fischow, makes 20 saves to earn the shutout. He had two career NHL shutouts, this one being the only one he had with the New York Islanders. So once again, a very happy 45th birthday to our Islanders' birthday of the day, Eric show and uh, we wish him well as we remember his first career NHL shutout. 
When we come back, we'll talk about the performance of some Islanders prospects who are playing in Europe and a lot more to talk about on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. All right, we are back and let's talk a little bit about some of the Islanders prospects right now who are out there getting the job done in Europe. Look, still no hockey in North America. That is, of course, uh, uh, disappointing, but good to know that there are still some players uh, out there in Europe getting the job done. We're going to focus in on a couple of them. First of all, Anatoly Goloshev, uh now having 14 points in 19 games. That's seven goals and seven assists uh, with his KHL team, Avtombalist. Uh, hope I'm even coming close to pronouncing that. Goloshev, uh, a fourth-round pick of the Islanders back in 2016, and uh, actually off to a pretty uh, good start, as is his team. They are now third in the Eastern Conference and fourth overall in the KHL, but uh, nice to see production out of Anatoly Goloshev. Meanwhile, uh, elsewhere, a more familiar name to a lot of Islander teams, Otto Koivula, uh, had a pretty good week playing in Finland's top league, Liga, and uh, he had uh, a goal and two assists last week, and uh, Koivula, who did play for the Islanders a bit, uh, right now has five points in seven games. His team, uh, four, five, and three on the early season, but look, to me, Otto Koivula, one of those guys who, you know, he's 22 years old. He is someone who might be able to contribute a little bit more to the Islanders next season, assuming that he stays healthy. Meanwhile, Oliver Wallstrom, uh, right now playing uh, in Sweden's second tier league, and he crashed into the boards back on October 21st has been out with an undisclosed injury since then. And he's had two goals and two assists so far in four, uh, in six games. So four points in six games right now for Oliver Wallstrom. And obviously, from an Islanders perspective, you want to see Oliver Wallstrom back in the lineup and healthy and you know, that's uh, important uh, because you send him over to Europe to try to get him experience and keep him fresh. And, you know, the more hockey he can play, the better a chance he'll have to earn a spot on the Islanders roster once the team uh, finally does have training camp. I'm anticipating training camp around December 10th to 15th, depending on when the NHL actually believes that they can, you know, get things going. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Uh, So that's where it's at. Oh, yes. Simon Holmstrom, the Islanders first round pick in 2019, uh, playing right now in Europe as well. And in six games, one goal and two points to go with two penalty minutes. So Simon Holmstrom, uh, again, out there playing for his team. Uh, one of the Islanders' picks in this year's draft, Alex Lejeunecrantz, 
Uh, he was their third-round pick this year. He is playing right now uh, in Sweden. And in 15 games, 8 goals and 15 points to go with 10 penalty minutes. So, again, uh, a lot of these Islanders prospects just trying to get things going. And always important to have these guys uh, out there playing. Robin Sallow, uh, also an Islanders prospect, drafted in the second round back in 2017. 22 years old already. Uh, and Salo, a defenseman, 13 games playing out in Europe, one goal and four points and four penalty minutes. So always keeping an eye on the different players. Oh, yes, Henrik uh, Tikkanen, who the Islanders drafted in the seventh round this year, uh, goaltender, off to a pretty solid start uh, in Finland, six games played. A 2.31 goals against average, an 899 save percentage, but his record, four wins, one loss, and one tie. So we will try to keep you up to date during the rest of this offseason. At least one of our weekly shows will touch on some Islanders prospects, and we'll have all the latest on that. So, you know, definitely keep tuned to us for all the latest Islanders news and notes. We'll be back with a new show on Friday, so we're on a three-day-a-week schedule right now during what is going to be considered the off-season, uh, and, and again, hopefully, we'll have more information about uh, the Ryan Pulak arbitration, whether the Islanders reach a deal with him before then or not. It's coming up on Friday, and uh, more on when the NHL will be able to get things started. Hopefully, it's not that far away, but uh, yeah, it's strange. You're in November and there's no hockey and that is unusual, but look, um, at least we were able to get the playoffs done and the Islanders made that great playoff run. It wouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, we might have been able to start the season now, but never have resolved last season and the Islanders' magical playoff run certainly worth this little break, uh, unusual break in November. That's going to do it for today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Hope that uh, everybody is happy with the results of the election. We'll be back Friday with a new Locked On Islanders podcast. And of course, let's go Islanders.